0: Hey, Rain. Hey. Oh, we're actually officially recording now. How you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I was, uh, I, like, went to my own little world because you were getting uh, manager notes. So I was like, all right.
1: Yeah, our manager is not impressed with how we've been recording, so he's asked to sit in on this session. That's fine. Um,
0: you know, our sessions normally go a little long, so I guess he's trying to, like, uh, wrap it up so <laughs> hey everybody welcome to another episode of black girl charmed i'm your co-host ray joined by my
1: co-host Janelle. oh okay no life no feelings no nothing all right sorry i just got warm drool running down my head. <sighs> the life of a mommy indeed what are you? What are you doing?
0: I'm playing with baby.
1: I'm sorry. Are we? Well, baby hasn't made a a visual in a while, so. Yeah, that's true. Are you stabbing oh. your ceiling? I am. Okay.
0: I'm practicing my strikes. <laughs>
1: okay, you know, fuck that security deposit. I didn't put on a security deposit for this apartment, so oh, even better. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. So what have you been up to? So it's been two weeks, so you're gonna get Seven a lot of
1: days. Well, yeah. And not a word from you.
0: Yeah, damn. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> so I watched a uh, soap dish. It's a 1991 movie. It's on Amazon mm-hmm. if you guys want to watch it. It's with Whoopi Goldberg, Robert Downey Jr., Kevin Klein, uh, Sally Field. It's super funny. I watched Chernobyl, The Menu, The Banshee, yeah. The Banshees of Insurance, uh, Snowfall, uh, Ant Man, and Quantumania. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which is really good, actually.
1: Not for I kids. Think the- well, Aiden watched it yesterday.
0: It's not for kids.
1: <laughs> Is it not? <laughs> Should I have not let him watch it?
0: No, it's definitely it's definitely a kids Ooh. movie, but like the adult jokes in it are like, oh, oh okay. yeah,
1: I feel like Puss and Boots has been known for their adult jokes. I yeah. still can't, I tried watching the first one, and was so unimpressed. I never watched the first one. I just jumped into the third one. (laughs) Okay,
0: I'm pretty sure I'll get a recap somewhere in this movie because it's a kids' movie, and they recapped it.
1: And that's there's a recap.
0: Yeah, it's really good. I didn't cry, like Uh I think they wanted us to, but it is what it is. And of course, we're watching Peacock, so Bel Air and Grand Crew. Ah. Yeah, mm. both in their second seasons. Uh, yeah, has two episodes. Baylor has three, so you guys have more than enough time to catch up if you have Peacock or access to somebody's Peacock login. But yeah, what have you been watching or reading?
1: I started watching Grand Crew. I texted you. Her her wig is still dry. It's very dry.
0: Not all of them. Well, the first
1: cup. Co- I think I'm on episode seven i yeah. stopped right when the couple was competing oh. about who's gonna have who's gonna be the best host and i was just like why are her wigs so dry goodness i feel like at that point it's like a it's like her specialty it's like what she's known for really oily skinny <laughs> dry wig
0: wow <laughs> Season two has our boo from Superstore. Store. So yeah. God. You want in a wheelchair? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he's not in a wheelchair. <laughs> okay,
1: well, that's good. That's good. Oh, great crew.
0: Yeah. 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 What else
1: have I been watching? I've been watching Moon Girl and Devil, well, Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It stars Diamond White from Bold and the Beautiful. So um really been watching that. I really like it. It's only like nine episodes in. I'm sure you can watch the entire season on Disney Plus if you have it. But it's really cute. I love it. She's hey, super do mean, she has a dinosaur best friend like me. And
0: <laughs> are you talking about me or Mason?
1: Well, I guess Mason, right? The way he be eating and destroying things, but it's really cute. I think it's more for like it's on Disney XD, I think, or I always see it on Disney uh, XD. So it's, after yeah. like the littles. it's definitely not for littles. It's, it's definitely a tween show, yeah. but it's super cute.
0: The ads I've seen for it on like NTA are very much like this is a, this is a Disney production, but. This is
1: for the tweens. Yes, yes. I also finished, it was a very short book. It's less than 400 pages. I'm so glad my mom died. And Jeanette's mom was, wow, was a fucking psychopath. Like a psychopath. Like I'm glad she's finally doing what she wants to do now, which is writing, directing. hmm because her mom, like, there's a story that she tells very early on in the book where her mom would bathe her, and like she was 16, and she was getting bathed with her older brother.
0: Yikes! I mean, I I kind of figured, like I obviously, I haven't read the book because I'm a horrible person, but I kind of figured that it was kind of a bad thing, or like her mom was like increasingly psycho because. When it got to like the whole iCarly reboot, she was like, There's no amount of money. There's nothing.
1: There's yeah. nothing. And she you can says do. that she says there's no amount of money that could stop like my mental health and the path that I'm on now to even want to go back. And not even just because of her mom, too. She refers to the guy from Nickelodeon as the creator the entire time. So oh, I think look- that has yeah that has a huge part to play in it but she talks about like how her mom fed into her eating disorder because she was because she was beginning to hit puberty and her mom was like well if you hit puberty you're not going to work (laughs) you're not going to be able to like get the roles that you need to get and so we're just going to the menudo curse yeah, we're just going to have you on calorie restrictions. And that started her whole eating disorder, which is crazy. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: I literally I just had it. What, what was your thought? What was your thought? It just went away. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, damn. I literally had it. And I was like, I'm not going to interrupt. I'll let her go. And then it just went by. You had your moment.
1: <laughs> Should have interrupted when you had the chance.
0: You're right. You're right. um no i just like oh i don't know what it was it's kind of like when i listen to the one tree hill podcast like Mm -hmm. i love it because of like all the like behind the scenes stuff that you learn but i also hate it because of all the behind the scenes stuff that you learn like their creature was a monster and like whenever somebody would like get him pissed off on the cast. They would like write it into the show, and I was like, "Yeah." So I pissed him off, and then the next scene I had to film was me getting assaulted. <laughs>
1: it was like,
0: what? yeah, it's like that, and it's like, oh, mm. like sometimes. Mm. One Tree Hill. It's a teeny soap opera. No, it's not. It was amazing.
1: That's, that's wild.
0: It's, it was a man's revenge fantasy where he was like all the girls in high school didn't like me when I was in high school so I'm gonna be the baddest bitch ever in my show. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> Creators I finally, doing a lot of things.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I finally finished uh, Fire Emblem Engage. That took forever. I, saw the, uh, I was excited. I saw the it wasn't as good as Fire Emblem Three Houses. I mean, it was a satisfying emblem- satisfying ending, but was not as good as Three Houses. So I then started to play. It was between What Remains of Edith Finch and Cult of the Lamb. And Edith Finch was a shorter game. So I played that in a night. And that was the most depressing game I've <laughs> ever played. Basically, you're this, you're, you're, Edith Finch I think or you start off And you believe that you're Edith Finch and you're going Through your abandoned home That you haven't been in In like 20 years because Your mom just decided to pack Up and leave and you're basically getting The stories of all of your family members Because they all had a room that was locked so you're Like getting into the room through Other ways because your mom had locked it And every Everybody In your house had a Tragic ending her cousin died
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm like this sounds like Encanto mixed with what's that fucking game that me and you both play with the ship
1: oh oh gosh I know exactly what you're talking about now I can't think of it we talk about it all the time too Spiritfarer
0: there we go <laughs> so and it's
1: literally- not even like Spiritfarer because you're not guiding the souls they're already dead and they've been dead for a very long time you're just trying <laughs> to figure out like their story so like spoiler alert if you're if you guys ever decide to play this you can skip through but like one of them dies because her boyfriend ends up murdering her and the only thing that they find was like a piece of her ear then there was one then her grandfather ends up dying or ended up dying because they go on a hunting trip her and her mom and her grandfather go on a hunting trip And they kill the buck, or the mom kills the buck. And when they went to go check on the buck, the buck isn't dead. And the buck throws the grandfather off the cliff. Yo, like fucking wild, wild. And you're like living the scenes through it. So it's not even like, it's basically an interactive visual story. Like I thought it was going to be like, like suspense and jump scares. It was not. And I finished the game and I was just like, I need a break need a palate cleanser <laughs> so <laughs> i wow speaking of palate
0: cleansers i finished grand theft photo again again I, I know i need another game because it's like at this point i'm just waiting for the businesses that i own to call me and like oh my god we're getting robbed can you help us kind of thing <laughs> not like any real missions but i do have a new book Ooh, what's that? Um, it is finale late conversations with Stephen Sondheim. Oh,
1: okay. Another Broadway type TV book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm sensing a theme here with you. Uh you know. Work just, just a, makes things fun. Just a slight theme. With Last you. like two weeks ago it was <laughs> Quentin. This week
0: is Sondheim. All right, yes. guys. I like, you know, I like singing like show tunes as I murder people.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Allegedly. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. I, not
0: even alleged. I haven't.
1: You know. Or in, in video game life. Like, in, a, in I, a 3D world.
0: I would say, like, if I was Huck on Scandal. Mm-hmm. My toolbox will also have like a little mini player, so like you can listen to like Pippin as you die, as I torture you.
1: (laughs) What is wrong with you, Olivia? Information, need Jesus, oh God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get into this episode. Thirteen minutes later, we did pretty good. Yeah, look at us. This is season two, episode 13, Animal Pragmatism.
1: Animal Pragmatism.
0: The original air date is February 10th, 2000. The writers were Chris and Zach. Director was Don Kurt. We've seen his work. Oh, oh that
1: makes sense. Okay.
0: <laughs> Piper, New York Undercover, Charmed, Nas Bridges, okay. Viva Laughlin. Do you remember...
1: Like, Viva Laughlin?
0: Or is that just me and, like, my obsessive TV watching?
1: Briefly. Like, there's, there's images.
0: <laughs> it was, like, musical Las Vegas. and
1: <laughs> It lasts long, right? It lasted, like, two episodes. Okay, yeah, I remember that.
0: <laughs> I'm drinking from a Broadway cup. Ha, <laughs> ha, And also justified. Are you going to,
1: like, make that, like, your personality? Ugh.
0: Yes, Dave, Rill, <laughs> Erica Jade, and like Cam Anderson. <laughs> and I have. This is the Broadway corner. <laughs> the guest stars this week were special musical guest, Janice Robinson, Christopher Wheel as the snake. We've seen him in Jag, Buffy, Wings, Boy Meets World, the clueless TV show. Can't hardly wait. One of my favorite movies of all time. Early Edition, Popular, Justice for Popular, and Mary Cherry. Touched by an Angel. He was on Revenge, and I don't remember him, and I'm not watching him. him.
1: Was he a victim?
0: I feel like I don't know because like we would have noticed if he was a victim. I guess. Aww. And he's also been on SBU. Tim Griffith uh, as the rabbit. He has 100 credits. So, Jesus. yeah, which includes In the Heat of the Night, Who's the Boss, Higher Learning, uh, Walker, Party of Five, Grays. He actually plays O'Malley's brother. So he's been in a lot of episodes of Grays. Bird Notice, which we love. Ooh. I saw a trailer for R.I.P. D, part two, and Burn Notice is the lead in that movie. It's on Netflix.
1: And I know. Like- my husband made me watch it a couple months ago. It is horrible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's why he went straight to um to uh it's Lord not,
1: Order. It's not it's bad. <laughs> it was oh. funny. I mean, there were certain parts that were funny. They had like, <laughs> so he ends up turning into a black woman, <laughs> <laughs> and I think like they they try to like play that especially because like the time period that it's in. So it was it was funny. It was I mean R.I.P.D. was just. I mean I wouldn't expect more than what you got from R.I.P.D. One. <laughs> um... <laughs> basically, it's basically the prequel of the older guy's story.
0: Yeah, I know. Because I was like, who's this, like, KOC-sounding motherfucker? There? And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know who you supposed to be. Look
1: I know. I know. The, 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 the accents were all... It's its definitely a Netflix production. I was like, um, sir, you need to just stay with Law & Order. I mean, Law & Order made him drop his weird accent, too. So...
0: You know what? When he was doing accents on Bird Notice, it wasn't bad. I don't know what happened. I don't know. He's doing like an accent every other episode. you
1: expected it on Bird Notice versus like his random Staten Island accent on, on Order. Like, bro, <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Getting yeah, off the Bird Notice train, we've also seen George O'Malley's brother on Grimm. Huh. Rafer Weigel plays Ethan. He's only been in, like, two major things besides Charm, which is I Am Sam, that Dakota Fanning Sean Penn movie, and Ghost in the Shell standalone Complex. Who Steve Monroe, as the pig, has 150 credits to his name.
1: I liked him. like him. He was endearing as <laughs> the pig. He was.
0: And, like, You've seen this man in everything, which makes sense that he has 150 credits. But let's include 90210, The Nutty Professor, The Steve Harvey Show, Can't Hardly Wait again, Veronica Mars, I... Raise Again, Las Vegas, Monk, Criminal Minds, Promising Young Woman, and oh. one of my favorite Fox shows, 911, because it's Angela mm-hmm. Bassett, baby. I've I never
1: was... watched 911. Wasn't it with the girl? Wasn't it with I wasn't. <laughs> wasn't it with the girl from?
0: Connie Britton was in the first season. Yeah, okay. It was oh. Connie Britton and like Angela Bassett. It
1: Peter was not But what about the girl from? That's what I'm thinking about. But gosh, she she I saw ghost. her eye. She saw ghosts.
0: Oh, just Knew name? it. Yes. I you also know, love Huey comes in like season 2 because Connie Britton leaves at the end of season 1. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Oh. Guys, I watch a lot of television. I can help you out. Hi Panther. Here's your booty hole and Here's your
1: booty hole for the day. He
0: like Yeah. Anyway, uh Leila Lee plays Tessa. Mm-hmm. We've seen her on Profiler. Felicity, Friends, One-on-One, Scrubs, What I Like About You, Will and Grace, Grace, Mom, and Better Fall Saul, Kelly McNair, okay, Panther, okay, you're you're so annoying, yeah. Kelly McNair plays Andrea, we've seen her on Seventh Heaven, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The West Wing, Catch Me If You Can, Jag, and Bones. Katie Johnson plays Brooke. We've seen her in Coach and Boy Meets World. Ooh, into the trivia. <laughs> the snake used in the spell was a mountain king snake, and that's not venomous. Like, do a little bit of research. Like, Encyclopedia Britannica was on and popping in the 2000s at Jeeves. Come on, just do a little bit of research. Because, like, last week, Homer was like, Hospitalized by our fruit grown in California. <laughs> Come, on, Come on. This is the first time Piper punches someone and she reacts by shaking it off. And I would say it's not the punch, it's the plywood that she uses that she shakes off. Because when she punches, yeah. it, she's like, Oh my hand. Ah. Uh near the end of the episode, it's made clear that Phoebe is a vegetarian who gives a shit. She don't pay no bills. Like you can get fruits for like 50 cents. Come on. And one of the turned animals is a rabbit in human form. He is rather violent. This echoes of the reappearing bunny joke in Vampire, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where bunnies are considered dubious creatures by Anya. Huh, interesting. I was like looking at the bunny and thinking about our time at ACC when it was time to clean out exotics and we had nothing but bunnies. And they were just like, bunnies are unpredictable, all right? You got to hold them like this because what's going to happen is they're going to try to buck and they're going to break their back. You got to make sure that they don't break their fucking back. It's like, all right, all right. Please don't yell at me. Like, <laughs> you know, this, Do you remember
1: those talks? Or was I, it just- don't, I don't know how I got out of never having to clean. Yeah. I don't know how I got out of that. Mm. I was taught how to clean, but never had to. Thank you, Stan, wherever you are. I was, telling
0: <laughs> Joe, I was telling Joe like a while ago that when we would clean out the state, the snake's room, I was just like, all right, give me a snake. And then just had them wrap it around my arm. And it's like, all right. And it's dude intake a snake ah, on one arm. Yeah. And the other hand is typing like, oh, so you're bringing a pit bull today. All right. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know. I think the animal shelter is what ruined
1: me for sure.
0: It is.
1: Is it? it or were you already ruined? I was
0: on the way to being ruined, but working at the animal shelter. Yeah. I was like, there's only so much blue juice that you could be around without it affecting you. And <laughs> only you and a handful of people would know that reference. So that's all I'm going to say. The Peacock synopsis for this episode was college women cast a spell to turn three animals into men for a romantic evening. The IMDb synopsis is Phoebe attempts to reverse the spell that turned animals into good-looking dates for her study group, creating a virtual zoo at the club.
1: Not just one scene. Yeah, that doesn't really explain what happened. Okay,
0: anyway. The DVD will bring us home. (laughs) When Phoebe's friends use the book of spells to turn animals into men, Phoebe's attempt to reverse the spell goes horribly wrong.
1: I guess. I feel like that doesn't cover what happened because I feel like that's such a small part of... I wouldn't say that's the overall plot.
0: It's like... I feel like if we combined the Peacock synopsis with The second half of the DVD synopsis that maybe we'd be closer to what this episode actually was. But either way, I guess like this episode was really rather boring, with the exception of Shannon
1: Shannon's boobs. So (laughs) Shannon's boobs and Dan's jealousy. It's not even jealousy. But she that's has every point. right to be like, bitch, what is wrong with you? Yo. <laughs> don't don't I break your back? Don't I fix things in your house? Why you need this bum for? But let's just get Yo,
0: started. Let's just get started. Because when I get there, I'm going to like that's going to be the last thing you hear on this fucking episode. <laughs> fucking
1: bullshit. Okay, so I'm going to I'm not going to go through like super deep into this, but I'm just going to go. So Phoebe's in class. We've, we finally see Phoebe in class. She's actually doing something uh, with herself. Okay. The seat the opens with her in class and the professor is basically talking about like lions and stuff like that, but Phoebe not really paying attention. She's, he's talking about mating rituals. And you see Phoebe basically performing a mating ritual. She's looking at the sky. He's looking at her. He smiles. She smiles. She takes her hand and like brushes her hair behind her ear. And her friends are sitting behind her while all this is going on and they're they're not paying attention to class either. They're looking at a book and they're giggling. And Phoebe turns around and Phoebe's like, so y'all uh, are having fun without me. And Andrea says, well, Phoebe, you looks kind of busy. And the professor's like, well, can y'all just That's do y'all over. work? <laughs> I'll see you next week he's like I'll see you next week goodbye and so they're packing up and again I think this is another example of Phoebe just wanting everybody to know that she's a witch I'm actually surprised that you didn't have a, a tangent because I watched this and I like I was like oh I know Ray is upset <laughs> so they're going you know, to
0: be honest if I'm being completely honest I was like no that's that's my like Spectrum shit going off the deep end because if I were Phoebe in this scenario and I was like, Oh, this is all wrong, sweetie. They're they you up for failure. Ain't nothing all happened. This is like, I think I would have been Phoebe, or and I know you probably would have been Phoebe too. In this episode, like, mm-hmm. when,
1: no, mm-hmm. when we know
0: things, we like to tell people we know things and show people the right <laughs> way because.
1: Okay, so basically, let me set the scene. So basically, they're going through a book of love spells, and they found the book in a Valentine display at the campus bookstore, and they're joking around like, yeah, this is really stupid. We're dateless, so we're just going to do this whole ritual. Phoebe looks at the book, and she's like, oh, all of this is wrong, and she changes it. And I just would have been like, oh, that's cute. Okay. I might have told, like, Prue or Piper, but I wouldn't have, again, tried to be like, oh, look at me here I am being a real witch. She completely redoes the spell for them. And then she's like, oh, it's just that I'm doing a paper on witchcraft and and that's why I know that this is wrong. And they they just were like, oh, okay, that's cool.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, fair. Yeah, like, yeah. Phoebe wants to expose magic and magic gets exposed a lot in this episode. And right. nobody seems to care at all. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like if it wasn't witchcraft it probably like if you asked me about like some stupid ass tv show i could probably rattle off like the special facts about it or whatever uh-huh. so i just i just probably just chalked it up to like oh we're both on the spectrum and we like sharing We <laughs> I mean, just like oh my god you
1: like this shit too let me tell you all the facts i know about it so she lives. Okay, okay. So she hands them... She's like, well, if you're looking for something to do tomorrow night, which is Valentine's Day, you should check out my sister's club. And I
0: hate flyer. I hate the, I hate the flyer. The I, so the flyer. I hate the
1: flyer so I just bad. See, I don't see Piper, who basically crocheted an entire blanket and teddy bear for for somebody i don't see her making fly, fly this is this is the work of leo <laughs> a, a leo, leo bitch ass
0: this is leo's bitch ass at fucking work he know he did that ugly ass fucking flyer Why oh, was
1: on powerpoint and just like printed what was that it literally was you... like scribble
0: <laughs> nah you remember you know like when you went in high school and, like, you're not paying attention to, like, the to your, your lesson. So, you start doing, like, graffiti on your notes. yeah That's what it was. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like, people could do, like, word art. They could do the P. They could do the T. They could do a B. They could do a 3.
1: Those Maybe are the easy If you're good, yeah. That's exactly what it like, looked like.
0: That's exactly... And, like... I was thinking about party flyers that we would get in like two thousand. We still got that. We it was still that like card piece of like cardstock that you would yep. still get. Yeah, the art may have been like janky, but it was still cardstock. This was like was construction, construction paper. paper. This is construction paper. This was literally construction paper, and like a p- copy machine. <laughs> first of all you're also having this really cool artist at this show there's no mention of the artist it's just this like fucking piece of construction paper that you pulled out of your
1: the way she's so anal about her club I know the way she's so anal about her club there's no way that that she knew that this was going down
0: But she has to because it's on the fridge. You see it on the fridge in a later scene.
1: You're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe at that point, she she got other things going on, all right? She's trying to figure out who she's going to give her love to, who she's going to run to at the end of Valentine's Day. (laughs) So Fiji also ends up giving a flyer to the guy that she was, like, mating, (laughs) doing her mating ritual to, and was like, you should come. And the guy's name is Ethan. It doesn't matter. But the guy's name is Ethan. And he's like, why? And she goes, because I'll be there. And walks away. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'll get that to you. That was dope. That's a line. But, like, (laughs) is this
0: problematic? I don't really think that he was, like, that hot. He was not at all. At all. (laughs) Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I wanted, like, hot. the snake to be Ethan and Ethan, yes, <laughs> and Ethan to be
1: the, the snake. snake. Was hot. I mean, the snake was crazy, but snake was hot. <laughs> but yeah, but, like, that felt
0: more, like, in line with Phoebe than, like, this weirdo Ted Mosby-looking character. But anyway.
1: <laughs> so the next scene, um, they're... At the college, you're in a dorm, and it's Andrea, Tessa, and Brooke, and they're about to do the love spell. So they have a pig, a rabbit, and a snake, and they're on the floor. I I, I mean, I guess this is college, so, you know, PWIs can get pigs and rabbits and snakes predominantly easily. I don't know. I, 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 I
0: don't know. They have, like, a science lab, and that's where she got the... The, the the animals from they have like a science lab but like isn't this like community college because i know phoebe don't got the money or financial aid
1: for I mean, or, I guess, a, all california so <laughs> like, their community colleges are better than ours i don't know i don't know <laughs> no, 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 no 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 fuck that
0: like she'll be here doing like she getting berkeley access at kingsborough fuck that shit
1: These are Berkeley classes at Kingsborough. No. So they're basically just concerned that they're not going to hurt the animals. We find out that she got the rabbit because... Rabbits. Because it's a rabbit. Uh, Pigs are known to be the most intelligent species. And Brooke got the snake because snakes are kinky. Uh, Okay. P.W. That's... What about a fucking snake? It's kinky. What we so do? What? <laughs> I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> so they end up doing the spell from the book, and it doesn't work. And Tessa's like, "All right, that's great. This was fun. Can we go now?" And Andrea was like, "No, I think we." Phoebe said this morning that the words are wrong. Let's call her. And Andrea's like, "I don't have to because I have the power of technology." And she pulls out a recorder ends up rewinding it to the point where Phoebe says the spell correctly. And the moment Phoebe, you know, Phoebe's voice says the spell, the animals turn into three naked men and we get the opening credits. Ooh, sorry, honey.
0: So after the credits, I had run, girl, run by the whole Bolivian army. <laughs> and you had finally taken over me the remix by janice Robertson. our special guest
1: our special guest so now we're in the kitchen and poor prue prue looks like she's just woken up piper's the only one in the kitchen phoebe's actually already at campus and prue ain't got nothing to do Piper's making fun of her, basically. She's like, how is Prue Halliball doing, the master of the morning meetings, the sultan of scheduling, and the queen of... And Prue's like, just, just leave it alone. But she keeps going, and she's like, how does it feel to be footloose and office-free? And Prue's like, amazing, because today I'm going to do absolutely nothing. That is what I'm going to do. Absolutely nothing. And Piper's like, really? Like, Not to say that there's nothing wrong with you doing absolutely nothing, But that's not you. And here I am in the middle of something. And so Piper's just letting her know, like, you know, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Dan wants to have a Valentine's Day dinner with her. Leo is around and he's mortal. And it doesn't really change things. And Pru's like, look, whatever you decide that you want to do, whoever you decide that you want to be with at the end, as your sister, I'm here for you. And I feel like at that point... There's really nothing else that you could say Like we've gone through the whole Push and pull of Dan, Piper, and Leo That I, I with prove on this Like whenever you're ready to make your final Decision, I will support you No matter what No comment <laughs> So we're back at the dorm And the pig Needs to eat, the rabbit guy Comes out of Andrea's room and says Another satisfied customer Oh Tessa goes to the pig like, well, you've already eaten everything in our fridge, so you have to wait until Brooke comes back with additional food. And the rabbit's like, well, what are we supposed to do until then? And the snake is like, well, you two are acting like nothing's changed. Why are you guys still behaving like animals? And Tessa's like, well, that's what you are. And the snake guy, he 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 just reminds me of, like, Pinky from yeah. Pinky's brain. You know what I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to take over the world. Or the brain for picky and the brain. I'm going to take over the world. Because I'm like, give me a break. He basically says, like, we've been given a gift. Let's take it out for a test drive. What does our gift look like besides basically banging, you know, college students? (laughs) So the snake is not kinky. He is just mean. And he has a plot to... I don't know really what his plot is to destroy the world. I guess I'm not exactly sure. So Tessa tries to tell him that they can't stay here, that they have to stay in the room and they're just like, nope. And they all walk out butt naked. And the first thing I thought was these three girls, their reputation is completely.
0: ruined. That's exactly what I thought because technically there's only two girls in the room at this time and three men. Either way, y'all getting... Mm, they dragging People you are out.
1: talking. Yeah. I found out that everybody talks. Because mm, that way pers- was full.
0: As the person who lived in the dorms, it's really... Like, I've seen so many girls get rumors. <laughs> I've right? seen... I've seen how rumors get put on people so fucking quickly in the dorms. So, yeah. They... Yikes. But anyway.
1: So they and f- after they're being like ogled in the hallway they feed ethan and ethan's carrying a basket of clothes and they push him up against the wall and they take his basket and he has blood dripping from his forehead and i was gonna well, ask you ethan's the
0: first person who like it's a instead of like ogling them and uh, being in awe I was like yo put some fucking clothes on y'all nasty <laughs> the fuck is this i don't want to see y'all dealings and the snake is like remedy this so they beat it like the rabbit who's just happy to be a violent fuck scrapped this in with his you know rabbit's long okay. i
1: didn't see that part i just saw them like pushing him up against the wall and grabbing the basket i'm like how the hell did he get this random ass cut on his forehead and i was like ray would have caught it ray would have caught it
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the rabbit and that's how he gets that singular scratch with the great jam on his forehead.
1: Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. And like nobody does anything. They're just like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm like, somebody could have taken them. Somebody. I mean, the whole go- oh, way was back. You're telling me nobody could have like, hey, don't bother Ethan and beat their ass. But I guess that wouldn't have made a good story.
0: If we're talking about The menu is a really good, like, you know, when people are scared and don't know what to do, they're just going to be there and be complicit. it's like, you know what? This is happening. This is, this is what's happening. So (laughs) who are we to say that this is an actual or factual?
1: (laughs) So the next scene is at P3 and Piper is carrying this huge heart made of flowers. And when she gets to the bar, there's another small set of flowers lying on the bar. She says, "Who are these fo- who are these for?" And Leo pops up and he's like, "They're for you. I know they're not much." And he goes into like, "That's the best I could do. I don't have ID or transportation or money." And I was like, "All right. Okay, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no car to take you on a you date." Remember? Do you
0: remember, um, like, on Glenwood and Nostrin, there used to be, like, a guy who would sell flowers out of a shopping cart, and they were three for five? I mean, two for five? Yes,
1: yes. That's
0: what those bouquets look like. That's what that bouquet <laughs> looked like. And he didn't get the two for five. He got the two. He got the one.
1: He, look, he was like, look, I ain't get my first paycheck from you yet. This was the best I could do on my angel money, okay? Okay? I guess. I just wanted to show you that I care. I mean, he says that too. She says, although it's not nearly as ro- she well. She says, although it's not nearly as romantic as the flowers that you give me. Here's your first paycheck, and then she gives him some money. So she's like, I thought it would be easier, which it would be, because he ain't got no social security number or anything like that. Like this man is basically working as an illegal. <laughs> at <the bar>. Goodbye. <laughs> And he says, you know, it looks like even after everything, I'm still working for the charmed ones. And I just think it's really cute. Like they're going kind of back and forth. And he's like, you know, as long as it isn't awkward for me, it's not awkward for you. And, you know, she sends him along his merry way to go and do some work. And then big boy Dan comes downstairs with a huge bunch of flowers and he puts them on the bar. <laughs> Completely oh, on
0: top covering of them fucking two dollar
1: flowers. Completely covering Leo's flowers. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, I thought we were gonna wait until tonight. And he's like, Yeah, you're right. I'll take them back. I'll take them back since you don't want them. And Dan sees Leo coming out of the storeroom, and he's he is rightfully irritated. He's like, Is there something that you want to tell me? And Piper's like, No. Nope. <laughs> and he's like, Are you sure? And Leo walks up to them and Leo's like Dan and Dan is like Leo and he picks up Leo picks up the huge heart made of flowers and takes it away. (laughs) So now they basically get into this conversation of the fact that Leo's here and Leo's helping out and he was not made aware of it. And Piper is trying to tell him that it's not really a big deal. And he's like, when you were sick and I was there with you the entire time, you called out his name. And every time he's around, you're different. And now I got to come to your job, to your place of business and see this man too? And I don't know if I'm okay with that. And Piper admits that if it was reversed, she didn't know how she would feel. But she does know that she wants to spend Valentine's Day with him. And that's kind of just where they want to take this. Like, I just want to be with you. You focusing on Leo. (laughs) Yo, Piper is...
0: Girl, boys, (laughs) gaslight, gatekeep. That's what Piper is right now. <laughs> yeah. Girl boss, Gaslight Gatekeep.
1: Because, nah. wait. You know what? Tell me we all didn't want to be a Piper back in the day because she handles it <laughs> marvelously. You
0: know what? I would say I was a Piper too, but I don't like to argue with men. I just have to walk out on them. So, argue with yourself. <laughs> 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 like oh you talking about feelings i'm gonna wait till you're distracted to book it out of this apartment like, yeah hey, hey, hey. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah that that is you <laughs> but
0: but nah it's just like you yeah. giving him shit and telling him it's shit and is expecting him to be okay with it no it's so fucked up like you're me like you are <laughs> Girl wants to get a Keep.
1: She plays innocent so well. She's like, you know, if the if the roles were reversed, I don't know how I would feel, but I know I do feel that I want to spend Valentine's Day with you, Dan. And he no, takes it. Sa- he no, takes
0: she it. says. She says. All I know oh. is you are the reason why I'm looking forward to this Valentine's Day. The like, you're the reason why I'm looking towards look, Valentine's look, Day for the, time the first day, time, a
1: long time. For the first time in a very long time
0: so you don't see me past valentine's day bitch you don't see me on arbor day that's you don't see me meant, on christmas you don't, that's not you know. what
1: she meant she meant it's, what, is it was tomorrow's valentine's day and she's like you you sitting here hung up on this man from the past from this she's like i'm paying his salary from this this bus boy from this security guard, look—he don't even have a real job. I'm just throwing things out there because he's just hanging around. But you, you, my boo, with the real job and the big flowers—that's who I'm looking at. You, you, Dan, the man. <laughs> and he took it. He took it the right. Well, at least for now.
0: <laughs> I don't always really say this to women, but I'm saying it to Dan. Stand the fuck up.
1: Now we're at the manor, and Prue is bored out of her mind. She's on the phone. She's calling Brianna. Brianna's at work. She's like, oh, no, just erase that number that Brianna has for me, and she can just call me at home because I'll be at home. Home is where I'll be. (laughs) And then she sees a a vase of flowers on, like, their little mantle or the dresser that they have, and Mm -hmm. she tries to center it, and it slides over too far. She tries to center it again. It slides the other way. And she's bored. You can just see it all over her face. She's totally bored. <laughs> so Phoebe ends up calling her and she's like, I don't I don't know how you ever gave up the life of leisure because this is going great. And Phoebe's like, well, there's only room for one homebound Hallowell. So I'm on my way to class, but she was looking to see if Brooke or Andrea or Tessa called. <laughs> and Brooke was like, nope, nobody called. Zip. That a zilch. And we find out that the three girls never showed up for their section today. And then it switches over to pig guy and he sees a barbecue sign with sausages on it and a sign with the pig holding a hot dog. (laughs) The guy, and he's like, how could you do this to them? And he picks up the sausages and he's like, run, run, my brothers, run free. (laughs) I feel like that was some of the-
0: That was the funniest part of the- episode and I feel like <laughs> when I saw it in 2000 I like laughed hard and, and 23 years later I'm like chuckle chuckle chuckle
1: chuckle <laughs> so um uh, Prue's like hey maybe we can meet up for lunch or if you're pressed for time I could just meet you at the campus and Phoebe's like nope I'm busy I have, I'm gonna pick up a sandwich on the way to class and she's like well what about after class we could go to the gym and then Phoebe sees that the rabbit is hurting, the, hurting a girl. So she's like, I got to go. And she hangs up on oh, Pru. So, so Phoebe ends up going over to the commotion, taps the rabbit guy on the shoulder. And when she taps him, she goes, hey, is there a problem? But she ends up getting a premonition of the rabbit biting somebody. And when the premonition ends, the rabbit guy turns and Phoebe does her, hi well, she didn't say hi-yah, but she does her little karate thing and she sweeps the leg <laughs> and he trips and he gets up and he runs off. She makes sure that the girl's okay and then she ends up running after the rabbit guy, but he jumps really, really high over a wall in one leap and lands on a tree and they kind of just stare at each other and then he runs away.
0: He kind of he kinda like looks at her menacingly and like, ha-ha, gotcha, bitch, can't you get up can't there. You can't catch
1: me. I'm and the then teacher, he like runs yeah. away.
0: And... <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry Pushing boosters in my head when you said that
1: <laughs> i was just like okay we're really gonna i don't know like i was watching this and i was like oh this is really gonna be a thing like i know that obviously that's like plot a but plot b to me was so much more juicier and i was like can we get back to plot b let's get back to plot b so That's where we go. So we're back at plot B. We're in P3. Prue has nothing to do. So she goes to P3 and she's watching Piper Rap Dance Present. And they have this really cute sisterly banter. Pru's like, you have to stop making, we have to cancel your Martha Stewart subscription, which is crazy that the Martha Stewart magazine is so old. Because I definitely used to get the Martha Stewart magazine a couple years ago. I mean, Martha been here
0: for a minute.
1: Martha been here for a while. Piper tells her when she starts making flower box out of milk cartons and you can shoot her. And they, they basically are like, well, what goes off? Like what's happening with you doing nothing? And Pru is like, I am finished doing nothing. And Piper goes, well, you can't, you can't finish doing nothing. And Pru says, well, then how do you know when you're done? Which, which is a good point good point Piper good point so she's doing this little ribbon and she tells Piper to put her finger in there and she got him this book on San Francisco architecture and she thinks it's really impersonal for Valentine's Day and Prue says no well you know him so that shows that you know him and then she goes well what did you get Leo
0: why are we getting Leo a gift why and that's
1: what I thought like I can't, why? I, I can't I got Leo a job.
0: This motherfucker is sleeping on fucking boxes in the back because of me. Why do I need to give this man a gift? I just gave him money this morning. The gift is you being able to sniff my coochie. That's the gift. And you can keep that memory with you for as long as you can. He don't need no card. He don't need no fucking gift.
1: I don't don't know why the sisters are playing into this at all. I don't know. And and she says that she's like, should I? Should I tonight? Should I get him something? And... Prue is like, yeah, yeah. So I feel like even Prue know that Dan is here for a good time and not a long time. (laughs) She's like, just wrap this up and let's just move on. Let's move on. So Phoebe ends up entering into P3 and she says, guess what I see on Phoebe TV? Which I think is really cute. I feel like that's what we should call it from now on, Phoebe TV. (laughs) And Piper is like, absolutely not. Can I have a day with no supernatural shit? I'm trying to get my back blown out by not one but two men, and you are (laughs) killing me. No, here's the thing though. Like, she out here being like, oh, does anybody not
0: care that I have a date with Dan? Do you care that you have a date with Dan? Do you?
1: Bitch. She got him an architecture book she does care
0: i like, am given books as a gift for a holiday, but it's not the main gift. It's a book, plus something I mean like, I
1: like getting books for for gifts, but that's me. I don't see Dan being a reader. <laughs> Dan
0: don't look no, like I feel like <laughs> I feel like because Dan is and like that's what I'm saying like Dan is a contractor contractors maybe like architecture, so I can see the leap. But like, throw something else in there, bitch. That's like She's you get him a
1: like... it What do you mean, throw something else in there? Nah, nah. I'm I'm
0: it. And you sniff it. Let's say Dan has been in let's say twelve episodes thus far. He has gotten Piper four pieces of jewelry in these twelve episodes, and you get she him didn't a book tell him to
1: do that? She didn't tell
0: him to do that. I know she didn't tell him to do that, but like, come on, like you over here. Just stand the fuck up and say you want to be with Leo. You over here, oh, I don't know who I want to be with. Oh, should I be with Dan? Should I be with Leo, bitch? Just go with Leo. You like bum shit. Just go with the bum. Just go. You're mad annoying at this point.
1: We'll continue. I'm I'm, going to move on. (laughs) So Phoebe basically explains what happens on campus with the rabbit or with the guy biting the girl or harassing the girl. And when she tried to stop him, that's when she saw that he was going to bite somebody. And Piper's like, are you sure it was biting or kissing? Because if it was this time of year, it could have been kissing. And Phoebe says, well, maybe it could have been. And Piper says, well, most people kiss on Valentine's Day except, of course, for witches. And witches don't get to kiss on Valentine's Day because something always comes out. <laughs> But she says, you know, Maybe the premonition wasn't clear, but when I went to go chase him, I saw him jumping over a wall. And then they were like, are you sure he jumped over a wall? And she's like, well, the ladder was really, really close. And Piper's Which like, like the does body care that I have dinner plans tonight with Dan? And Phoebe sees the book and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry that that's what he got you. It's nice. It's just a little impersonal. I was so frustrated and then she too goes well, what did you get Leo what'd you get Leo and I'm just like damn like nobody Dan only got no fans Dan has zero fans in the Hollowell sisters and I'm just like how how this man dropped everything he was at the hospital like that's, that's my family. family he like this man fixed all of y'all's stuff in, like, a day. A day called all his contractor boys. I was like, we gonna fix my girl's house. And it, there's, like, no cheering section for Dan. It's the butt chin. It's the butt chin. <laughs>
0: I just... I don't even see how Prue over here cosigning Leo. I really don't. Because as an older sister... You supposed to tell your sister to go with the motherfucker who gonna have you secure. But anyway, continue.
1: <laughs> so we are back at the college, in the dorm corridor. It's Tessa and Andrea and Brooke, and they're based on about how they missed class. And Andrea's like, "Well, it's Valentine's Day, and I want to find my date." And Tessa, I, you know what? Blessings, blessings, blessings for Tessa because. They played her so fucking dirty in this entire episode. She
0: played (laughs) herself. Bringing that fucking pig, sis. We'll continue.
1: No, 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 no. Because I feel like they they threw Tessa to the wolves. They threw Tessa to the wolves. And I I was watching it and I was like, is this, am I watching racism? Is that what I am watching? Because that's what I felt. That is what I felt. I felt racism. (laughs) And we'll get to that. Because Tessa from day one had concerns of all of the shit that they were doing. And Andrea and Brooke were just like, mm, nope, F you, bitch. We're going to do this. And she's, she's like, none of this is natural. It was a joke. Now they're human beings. Y'all are not concerned. And Brooke is just like, nope, come midnight. They'll just turn back on their own. And they get into the room and Snake Guy is like, what does this mean? And they're trying to explain to him to smell. you do know how to read. You an animal. I thought that too, but was like, you know what? It's charmed. I'm just going (laughs) to keep (laughs) going. They're trying to explain to the animals that it's a spell. It's what made them human. And you start to see like the rabbit's hands going into rabbit claws. Snake Man is really aggressive. They're trying to answer the question. I guess they didn't answer it correctly because... Obviously, rabbit hands are going back to rabbits. And so they're slightly, I would be concerned. Like, I don't want to see that. That's kind of gross. You just blew my back out and you turned it back into an animal. Like, that's not what I wanted to see. <laughs> so, Snake, guys, like, rabbit asks you a question and they're like, it's 24 hours and you only have 12. And Snake is like, well, you need to figure out a way to fix it because we're not going back to being animals. We like causing commotion, just like a man, causing commotion and doing nothing. Sorry to our men readers. I'm just talking about the charmed world. (laughs) But like, cause a commotion and do it. Absolutely nothing. And that's what they say like, we're having fun here. So we don't want to go back to being animals. And Andrea's like, yeah, it sure looks like you guys are having fun. Aren't you supposed to be my date? And I was so disgusted with Andrea. I was like, you need to be the first. Like, if this was like a scream or something, I would be rooting for her to be the first to die. Like, yeah, she likes She's a whore. <laughs> She's a
0: she like you know what it is. She Phoebe season one with a love spell being like, I'm just gonna have sex with everybody.
1: Yada yada yada. because then the snake guy goes up to her and the snake guy is like, Well, if you're not having fun, we can have more fun if we have if we had more time. And I'm just like, you just had sex with a rabbit. And now you gonna have sex with snake guy, like you like your mom ain't teach you nothing. Stand up, sis. I know your pH is all over the
0: fucking
1: place. All over the place. I know she ain't, and she ain't pee afterwards. She ain't drink no cranberry juice. She not taking no vitamins. No no BV pill. Nothing. So. <laughs> they're like they want to hang out for a little bit longer and Brooke immediately is like yep I know exactly who can do it it's Phoebe she'll be at the party tonight and then Andrea's like we don't even have to wait for the party I have her roster let's go to her house and Tessa's just like no 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 <laughs> like you can just see the concerned look all over Tessa's face like Maybe this isn't what we want to do, guys. And the the boys pick up on that because they're like, oh, why don't you, like, go ahead and then we'll talk to Tessa. And I'm just like, y'all not going to stand up for your girl. Y'all going to leave y'all girl behind with these three aggressive men? You're going to leave her behind? And they do. I and mean, they do. We've,
0: seen, we've seen so many Dateline... Investigation discoveries.
1: Right.
0: So this ain't nothing new.
1: I thought she was going to be okay. She was always the life of the party and she was so smart. And I thought that if, you know, like I was, I thought that I was going to see her in the morning. I thought that when I called her in the morning, even though I left her in a horrible predicament, that she was still going to be there. And I'm going to have to live with that for the rest of my life.
0: When my friend walked out of the bar, stumbling unable to stand and make coherent sentences. I was like, oh, she really knows how to party. She knows her way back to the dorm. I hadn't gotten that fucked up yet. So I wanted to say more
1: fun. You
0: know, sometimes the fun just isn't worth it.
1: Wait, wait, wait. You got to, you got to like fold your fold your, oh, your, your napkin into a triangle. And
0: then oh, full can- candy ass.
1: <laughs> and just fold into a triangle and just tap, tap, tap. <laughs> I don't... Hold on, hold on. Let me grab one. (laughs) I didn't really think you were going to go get one. (laughs) Got it. Uh. So,
0: she had a space that could light up a whole room. Her smile... Everyone loved her. Everyone loved her, and we loved partying because we were... Was we were college. just college freshmen. Like, that's college what you're supposed college. to do in college. I mean, I listened to that verb song, but I didn't think it was real. <laughs> you know, we were only freshmen. <laughs> but, you know, we went to the club and, like... <laughs> And we always go to the club. We know everybody. And then we saw these biker guys that we had never seen before at the club. And we thought it was still going to be safe. Jessica got drunk with one of the biker guys and walked off with him.
1: And that was the last time I saw her.
0: She normally keeps her location on. But then she handed me her phone and then walked off with him. And I thought that was weird. But I didn't say anything at the time. And now I just wish I would have said something.
1: I have to be the one to call her mom and explain to her mom what happened yeah. and that conversation will sit with me forever when her mom uh, asked me why
0: why I let her walk away I didn't know what to say i was just so... <laughs> i was just so ashamed. <laughs> I failed my friend, I failed her family, and I failed myself.
1: (laughs) And if it's a really good investigation discovery, they'll be like, now Jennifer has two kids of her own and it's happening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer has two kids, one named after Jessica, so she will never forget her (laughs) friends. And her friend's memory will live on. You know, every time I see my daughter Jessica smile, I think of my friend Jessica and the fact that you will never have a moment like this, and it's partly my fault. <laughs> See, damn! I can do white woman tears better than anybody because I almost started oh crying at one point.
1: Yeah, I was like, is "She is she is she really going to?" <laughs> <laughs> so you are at the bookstore. I should and do that. Sir. Phoebe and Piper are at the bookstore picking out a card for Leo. And I was just like, you really had your sisters bully you into buying this man a whole ass card after you just gave him a paycheck. You just gave this man a paycheck? <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's that rapper name? Toby? Toby and that and his girl. <laughs> like, that's what this feels like. Like, I just carried you on my back and I gotta give you props. Like, what? Yo, Absolutely. I, <laughs> and they didn't even, like, why does leo deserve a gift what did he do so she she ends up (laughs) she ends up picking up a book and it's like to the special person who lights up my day i'll treasure you always (laughs) and i just i don't know i don't think she would have gotten him anything but that's just me they end up seeing this i mean both
0: of us are on the same page sorry
1: yeah she she doesn't end up getting that card thank goodness it ends up pivoting to the fact that phoebe sees the spell book that the girls have in their class and she's like we, we are so in right now and she's like we are not in love is and this stuff gives people hope that they can find it and phoebe's like yeah the problem is people think they can get into magic without dealing with the consequences And i was like didn't we just have a whole episode where your ass was burned at the stake But you want to be the one to be like, oh, people don't know about consequences. Okay, Phoebe, sure.
0: Pop me kettle.
1: (laughs) So Piper's like, none of this is like the book of shadows and it doesn't really work. So normal people really can't make this work. And then Phoebe remembers and she's like, not without a little help. I I, I need to call Prue. And Piper's like, oh, great. You're going to give her something to do. That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so she finds a card and it's like, for you always. And she's like, that's a card. And she put, puts it back, picks up another one. And as she's leaving, she sees Leo standing in the next aisle and he's holding the for you. I feel like she
0: didn't see Leo. I feel like Leo was watching them okay. and the, and like continue with his card.
1: We see Leo. Yeah. She might not like, have seen him, there, but we see him. There, this is the campus bookstore. Is there nowhere else to buy fucking cards? You're right.
0: They're trying to
1: make. They just trying to keep these sets down. Okay, <laughs> they just trying to keep the sets down. So we're back at P three. Piper walks down the stairs and she's like, "Hello, worker bees. Anyone?" And she sees petals on the floor and she follows the petals and she opens up the curtains and it's wine and it's glasses and Dan's holding a tulip. He has a bottle. A red wine, and it's called Piper Red Label. And he's like, yeah, with a name like that, I knew it would be the best. This is our first holiday. It's a holiday invented by Hallmark, but it's just the same. And he sees her holding the card. This is... <laughs> All I thought in my head was, Fumble!
0: Let me tell you why this scene pissed me off.
1: Tell because... me why this scene pissed you off.
0: She has a purse. (laughs) She has a purse. She literally walked into the club with the card in her hand, which I'm not even holding against you. But once you see the roses on the floor leading to the private room, maybe tuck that bad boy in your fucking purse. Because you did. We damn sure know Leo didn't do this shit. Leo ain't got no money. You think Leo spent the little bit of money that you just gave him from his paycheck? Oh, sorry. You had to cash his check for him because he ain't got no bank account. To set this up for you? Or was it the man who's been blowing your back out and giving you gifts for the past couple of months? I don't know. I'm I'm So,
1: So Dan takes the card and he reads it and it says to a dear friend on Valentine's Day... And he says, Piper, nice to know that you're deeply in like with me. And then he kind of looks and he's like, but this isn't for me. It's for Leo, isn't it? And Piper's like, well, what do you want me to say? And Dan goes, how about no? And Piper says, well, you read it. It says to a friend, and I'm sorry, but I'm not interested in ending that particular friendship. And it was at that moment where I was like, Dan, you lost. Damn, Dan. Damn. Because, like. He hits you with the, I'm not interested in adding that particular friendship. And I was like, damn, damn. Damn, Daniel!
0: It's also like, you don't even see what's wrong in this shit.
1: Like, I hate She's to have- She sees what's wrong. She's gaslighting him. <laughs> She's knows like, exactly what's wrong.
0: <laughs> like, you gotta be defending a man, Piper, and this shit is fucking gross. Because, like, if Dan was- if Dan was Jack, I could understand. But, like, Dan, but is, so get, like, Dan is a nice guy. He's j- like, he has done nothing thus far to, like, nothing. run you off or nothing. make you feel some type of way.
1: And you. I mean,. I- Dan says it though. Dan's like, I don't think he sees it as a particular friendship. And Piper hits him with the, I come with a past. We all do, and it's a package, and you can't get to pick and choose. I was like, bro, yes, the fuck I can. We're talking about your ex here, your ex who won't go away, who pops up behind random doors, who now works for you, and like, girl, this man told you that he was going to fight for your love and attention. Like, you know exactly this man I want to be your friend
0: i'm wearing the appropriate shirt for this episode because women and whiskey they'll kill you every <laughs> time
1: and then she brushes him off and is just like well i gotta work so i'll see you later for dinner honestly damn I'll- daniel <laughs> all
0: right <laughs> what's next
1: so they're at the manor, or we're at the manor, and Rabbit Guy smashes open the glass on the front door. The very first thing I thought was, who's going to fix that, Daniel Leo? <laughs> So he breaks open the door, and Brooke and Andrea are like, y'all are going way too far. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, has nobody asked where Tessa is? Like, Tessa was right behind you guys. Like y'all are horrible friends from from leaving Tessa behind to giving You're these crazy, aggressive men Phoebe's address. Y'all deserve everything you get moving forward. So they go inside and Snake Guy is like, well, rules are like cages and we're meant to be broken. And we find out that they have beaten a pedestrian to a pulp. They played chicken with a car. And if Tessa's not feeling good, then maybe we should go home. And the snake guy's like, yeah, no, because we need Phoebe. And they start, the pig guy starts to peel snake guy's human flesh. And then you start to see more of his snake skin underneath. And we find out that obviously they're beginning to change back. And Brooke is like, look this, we knew this was going to happen. It's going to be 24 hours. Phoebe's not here. There's nothing that we can do to change things. We didn't make the rules. And Andrea's like, you know what? Tessa was right. We should not have done this. And I'm like, fuck you. This is, see I'm saying? This is, oh my God. All along, she knew that this was not the right thing. I was so mad. I was just like, poor Tessa. Why did she just not? <laughs> poor Tessa. I'm just, they her- i was happened. like is this racism this is racism <laughs> so the snake grabs andrea he bites her neck she falls on the floor then they grab brooke and brooke is like no don't touch me and pig guy finally speaks up and he was like this isn't this isn't fun i just wanted to eat and have sex and y'all are ruining all of this for me <laughs> snake guy tells brooke next time you want a dangerous man you want to make sure he's not poisonous and then he bites her as well, and she falls onto the floor. But from Ray's previous, you know, no, no, yeah. <laughs> this wasn't really a poisonous snake. <laughs> so, and Pig Guy is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why did you do that? We get the flyer, and obviously, Pig Guy is like, we shouldn't be doing any of this. Do we even know that they're going to be at? You know, P3, and Snake Guy's like, yep, she'll be there. She will be there. So we we now have learned that it's four hours until they turn back, four hours until they die from the poison. That's obviously enough information for Phoebe to help us. And he now has Phoebe's scent, so he knows that she's not there, and he's just going to sniff her out, which I think is weird for a snake. I feel like Rabbit should have done that versus Snake Guy. But whatever. Probably. Yeah, but whatever. And Pig Guy's like, look, we're not meant to be like this. Let's go home. He starts to cry. And they end up like killing him. Snapping his neck. And he as he's dying, he begins to squeal like a pig. And I was like, oh. oh. But he's dead. And Snake Guy doesn't really care. He's like, I didn't think he ever shut up. So now we're back at the college dorms. Phoebe and Prue are working down the hallway. And Phoebe's like, look, I know the book is a total cheese fest, but what if it's not? What if my premonition and the guy you could leave, like, what if all of that is connected? A guy walks past them wearing only a towel and proves like, oh God, maybe I need to go back to college. College is not like that at all. I feel like they lied to me about college. I feel like Saved by the Bell lied to me about high school. All <laughs> oh, fucking lies. Tessa, Brooke, and Andrea's room. They enter that, and Ethan is in Andrea's room. I don't know why. It's kind of weird, but he's in their room. She notices a cut on her forehead. And he's like, "Oh, it's nothing. It's just some drunk frat guy." And Phoebe introduces him to Prue, and Ethan's like, "Well, I just knocked, but nobody was in, so I wanted to give them help from missing class." And she's like, "It's something like, Andrea gonna- and Brooke yeah. would do, but not Tessa.
0: It's racism."
1: See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? It's racism. And he's like, you know, but it is Valentine's Day, so maybe they had something better off, you know, something better to do. And Phoebe's like looking at Ethan. And she's like, do you? And Prue's like, okay, we got to go. Bye. Nice meeting you. And they shake hands. And Ethan's like, I'll show up later tonight and I'll see you. And Phoebe's like, oh, okay, oh, my God, oh, my God. It was all kind of weird. Uh, Phoebe says, oh, you're right. Love needs a back seat to duty. Prue says, what's that about love in a backseat? seat?" Because mom and dad and your birth and that's how you were. Ew. Ew. (laughs) They hear noises in the closet. Well, before they find noise in the closet, they see the spell book on the floor. They pick it up. Then they hear noise in the closet and it is Tessa locked in a cage. Go back and we see they're all in the living room now. They have unleashed her from her cage. And they're trying to just get her to explain what happens. And she says, you know. Yeah, we played back the tape. The the original spell didn't work. So we played back the tape that you said where you had the spell that you said in class. And that's what happened when you chanted the version. They appeared. And Prue's like, well, why do you think that these men, like, what do you think that they want? And Tessa's like, I don't know. Maybe it's because we tried to make them into something they're not. And I feel like that was a shot for Dan and Prue. Why are we trying to make Prue, or not Prue, Piper? Why are we trying to make Piper into something that she is not? Clearly she likes bums who like living in her back room. (laughs) I mean, Dan is everything. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's too much too soon, Ray. Maybe if he had taken it slower, maybe if he had made her heart pine for him, like Leo did. There was all this like, will they, won't they? But she was pining for him. She was but like, then she oh, got God. him and that was that. Like, he gave her everything. He was like, I want to be with you forever. I want you to have my babies. Here's, here's, I want to have breakfast and cereal with you in bed. Like, I want, here, here's all these, just jewelry. Like, it was just all there. Versus with Leo, it's like, will the elders ever let us be together? I guess. I got, <laughs> <laughs> So, they go to, um fix up they go to fix her up and I didn't notice this before I didn't notice that we were going through it but from the scene of her being in a cage they end up going to the manor and I'm guessing that they went to the manor from the back door because they never notice that the the front door is broken
0: broken, yeah it's not until like Phoebe
1: hears something they start hearing noises yes and Phoebe's stupid. Like she hears the noises and doesn't really think anything about it. And she's still looking for the hydrogen peroxide for Tessa's face. How and who's trying to like yell out? Because she don't do nothing. But anyway. Or whatever right. I feel like it would either be in the bathroom or underneath the kitchen sink But I don't know, that's just me So when she opens up the closet The pig guy falls on top of her And then they run into the kitchen And they push the pig off of him And she's like, oh my god, that was one of them But he didn't look like that And Prue says, well the spell must be wearing off And they're starting to look and act more like animals And Prue is concerned Because now they've killed one of their own So now we don't know what they're going to do to Andrea and Brooke Which, you know what, fuck them If I was Tessa, I would really be like Fuck them. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Tessa's like, look, they want you. They want to stay how they are and they want to have fun. And Andrea told them that you would be able to help them. And Phoebe doesn't even blink an eye. Like, I would be upset. Like, why Why is my name in it? All I want to do you know is this, stay with you guys. This,
0: like, this whole, you know, throughout this whole episode, once Phoebe realizes that she's the reason why she fucked up, like why this shit is happening, she don't even try to, like, take accountability. She's just like, she always stops herself before saying that like, it's her fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, even when it, <laughs> and even when it comes up, she's like, and Pru looks at her. She's just like, huh? Jane Lynch, that's weird.
1: So the next scene, um, they're there with a broken down car and a car drives past and they get him to stop. And I feel like that is motorist 101. You don't stop for no broken down car. I've seen how Dateline goes. I have seen how a dateline goes. So he stops. Don't stop for no broken
0: down car. Don't stop for nobody flashing a light you. Just keep on
1: going. And call 911 and let them know what's going on. And let them handle it.
0: <laughs> side note, in The Last of Us, in the very first episode, there's a family on a tethered road begging for help. And, it's, and Joel is like, you got stopping this car. You
1: not stop in this car.
0: Keep on going. He know.
1: He know. <laughs> so. Um, the guy asks like, do you need help And the snake guy is like you can say that I think we're out of gas And the man's like well, what can I do for you And then he like brings his head down And pulls it back up and his eyes are now Snake eyes and he's like you could not Scream and then the rabbit guy jumps on the hood Of the car and they end up like Snapping this guy's neck And then he's like oh I got a brand new Set of wheels As- after he like Pops open the trunk and you see the two Girls like tied up In the trunk I was like, okay, I guess. It's just everything is just so obviously aggressive and animalistic because so oh. necessary. When I looked at that guy and I was like, hmm, this is 2000. You should have known not to stop. But it's because first you're a man all, and you think that nothing can hurt you.
0: First of all, the minute that man turned his head down and them eyes came up
1: like snake
0: eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My foot would have always
0: been on the gas, just slightly tapping
1: it. He probably put that shit in park and was like, "Okay, I'm here to help." Nope, nope. Mm-mm. that would have been it. <laughs> but you My know, Pringle is
0: never leaving.
1: <laughs> I, I am an African American woman. I, there is danger all around me at every second of the day. <laughs> Absolutely not. So we're now back at Piper. Ma- now back at Piper. We're now back at P3 at Piper, with Piper. And she's talking on her cell phone. And she's like, Prue, the place is full of snakes. How am I supposed to pick out the right one? Did I mention I have dinner plans with Dan? Okay. You're five minutes away. Hurry up. Girl. You were going to say something. Do you remember
0: that you have a date with Dan? The only time you bring up this date with Dan... Is to like, bitch about it. Not even <laughs> that you excited. Oh, my God. Dan wants to take me to dinner on Valentine's Day. Huh. <sighs> and Leo wants to take me to the back of the stock room so we could count bottles. I don't know which plan sounds better.
1: Dumb bitch. So, Leo is like, is everything okay? And Piper basically fills her in. Prue and Phoebe have a problem. Two of them, and they're bringing their dates here. And Leo's like, on the night when you have a date of your own, Huh? And Piper says, well, just, you know, make sure, just earmark anyone looking for Phoebe. So Ethan walks up to Piper and Leo, and he obviously asks for Phoebe. And Piper's like, oh, you go sit over there, and then you don't move, because you'll have a perfect view. And then they're like, well, do you think that it could be? And Leo's like, but let me help. And Piper says, well, you've lost your wings, and you're mortal. And I basically don't want to have to, like, watch your back. So no, just just wipe the bar down. And Dan, Leah walks away as she sees Dan coming down the stairs. He walks away. And Dan looks at Piper and is like, will you be my Valentine? And Piper says, well, I hope so, especially after everything. And they go into this whole conversation about, you know, it's always something with you. It's your sister's. Or you're going to be really, really vague and say it's something important. Or you're going to say it's a matter of life and death. And Piper says, if you would just let me get it out, I was just going to say that I'm running a little bit late and I just need you to wait for me at the bar. Like, I don't need you to be no bitch ass tonight on Valentine's Day. Like, simmer down, ho. Simmer down. That's like
0: gatekeep girl boss.
1: I'm loving this for Piper. <laughs> So, Rabbit and Snake Guy enter the club. They start to look around for Phoebe, and then Prue and Phoebe and Tessa enter the club, and Phoebe's holding a pen and paper. She's trying to, like, write this spell to fix it. She's looking for a pinch from the salt of life, and Leo tells her, well, we got the salt and margaritas, and Phoebe's like, ah, whatever, I'll take it. So, Prue and Phoebe go into that little spot that Dan, yeah, Dan and Piper were in. Earlier. Mm-hmm. And Tessa's left alone, which I don't know why you would leave Tessa alone with Leo, because he can't do nothing. But Tessa's left alone. And Tessa's like, Well, who are you? And Leo goes, I'm just a friend. And then we go back to the alcove and Rue is like, Well, how's my stressed out sister and her something? And Piper says, Well, we've moved past something and straightened everything. The view sucks. I don't recommend it. We find out that there was nothing in the book of shadows, obviously, because the animen were created by careless magic and not supernatural. And so that basically leaves us with Phoebe writing a spell to turn these men back in the before everything gets completely out of control. Piper says that she's been watching one that came looking for Phoebe, but he doesn't look so creepy. And they all turn and it's Ethan and Prue is like, yep, the only magic Phoebe wants to work on him is personal because that's her date. And Piper does make a good good uh, point here. Why do we have a habit of gathering all of our men at the scene of a supernatural smackdown? <laughs> and then Morris arrives. I feel like the party is just like going up from here. Morris is Morris like- I'm- so
0: hot in this episode. Like his little like brief appearance, he looks really hot. And he's like, I'm not here for y'all hoes. Really, I'm late for a dinner with my wife. I'm letting y'all know that cops is on their way. These motherfuckers have started a tr- uh, a trail of terror from the campus to yo house to P three. So, figure that do with that what you will. I'm about to go hang out with my wife. Bye.
1: But, but he doesn't Tessa- leave because
0: Tessa-, Tessa points them out and like that's the guy. That's them. So yep. Morris goes to um to like confront them, and Prue was like, no. And then she actually projects from the quiet part of the bar to the middle of the floor in front of all the patrons. (laughs) Including the five patrons that were literally watching them.
1: But it doesn't matter because Phoebe has done the spell and has turned everybody into animals. (laughs) So we also find out that they have hid, they didn't do a good job hiding the girls, but they hid the girls. And so Prue had wanted to stop her from doing the spell, but it was too late because
0: she turned around the spell.
1: Mm-hmm. everybody's animals. So the good news is the spell worked. The bad news is that, that it worked on everybody. And Piper is like, mm, do not going so this me. at all. <laughs> 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 so Prue and Piper put the rabbit and snake into two different boxes. Piper is singing, oh, McP- <laughs> McPiper had a farm. <laughs> they're trying to get this Phoebe is now obviously trying to do another spell we find out that there are 35 minutes left in this spell before basically the girls die if we don't make them human the girls die they have 35 minutes left but Prue says morris said something about the man's stolen car parked somewhere outside and piper's like yeah and the police are on their way right now and phoebe finally says i made this mess let me clean it up you guys have to find brooke and andrea because if my premonition is right they were probably both bitten by that snake and if they don't get medical attention they could die which i don't know why that was necessary because we had just established they had 35 minutes to find the girls before they die like i don't even know why
0: like left the room while that scene was
1: going on. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, at this time, there was no DVR pause. So, Pru and Piper, like, we're going to go find the car, and maybe there's something that could lead us to the girls. They go outside. They're holding the, the snake and the right, right. rabbit in boxes. And Prue's like, why do I have to carry the poison snake? And Piper says, because you're the oldest, and you've lived a full life. And, obviously, they see the car, because it's, it's like this random, big-ass car just parked outside. Like, Let's make this obvious to everybody <laughs> that it's the stolen car. So they go over to the car. Um, they put the box on the ground. The animals unfreeze inside and then outside. After they finish looking at the car, they open the trunk. They see Brooke and Andrew in there. They do have a pulse, but it's, and then
0: it's a shape like a faint.
1: It's very faint. And as they look at that. Phoebe has finished her spell, and Thumper (laughs) and the snake have now turned back into humans. And I mean, the girls are whooping ass. They are whooping ass. Piper grabs a long piece of wood, smacks the snake motherfucker in between his legs, tells him how does it feel to be a man now, and then punches him in the face and knocks him out. And that's when she, like, shakes her hand. I was like, oh, my God. She had the great idea of moving the... This about well, killing episodes them. Ago. Yes, there was a couple episodes ago where they did the same thing where they moved them to each other and they ended up yeah. killing each other.
0: Yeah, the Pru pointer fingers with Castillo.
1: Yes, yes, but they had a, who had a better idea, and then you see them getting the snake guy and the rabbit guy getting put into a car, <laughs> the cop car, and the rabbit guy says, "At least we're human for good now," and the snake guy says, "Shut up."
0: but like, they don't have any social security number they don't have nothing. that is away. for the
1: cops to deal with okay that's for the cops <laughs> and we will never hear about it again morris comes up to them and he's like you three sure are rewriting my book on public service and morris is like i'm just so glad that you found them in time and then he's like how did you i'm not even gonna ask and Prue says, "Remember when our biggest concern on Valentine's Day was who, who to spend it with?" And Piper says, "Still is, and it's not, Piper. It's so. I just maybe Dan isn't good in bed. It just has to be something. There is something wrong with Dan that we as the readers don't know. For her to be, for it to be so difficult to make this decision, like maybe his feet are webbed. I don't know, but like there has to be like." Something wrong with Dan for Leo to have a foot in this
0: race. <laughs> Honestly, it's laziness. It's complete and laziness because are we just jumping to the card or is there anything else that we need to do? Um,
1: <laughs> So I'll skip through all that because it's really not that important. But so Dan and Piper are sitting at the bar. Dan is Basically, like, I understand that you're not a beck and call kind of girl. I get that. Piper's like, you know, I have a job. I have a family. This all takes time. And Dan says, look, I I know that. But you also know how I am. Sometimes I get jealous. You can't make me something I'm not. Work with me, yes, but change me. And Piper's like, relationships are hard work. And Dan's like, yeah, especially on on an empty stomach. Do you think we can talk about this over dinner? And as they start to walk out, she realizes that she forgot her purse. She goes into the alcove next to her purse. A card is sticking out of it. And basically, in the card, Leo says, Piper, when I first met you, I was just a broke bitch. And now I'm just a broke bitch again. I don't have my magic powder, but I still love you. I'm the same guy who fell in love with you. You're the same girl that I fell in love with. And I love you for who you are, not who I think you are, because I know everything about you, and Dan don't know shit. Remember that, and know that I'm not giving up. And then they play this scene where Piper and Leo look at each other from across the room. They start walking at each other. They start kissing. It was, it was a disgusting kiss like in the middle of P3. But then you see her standing there in the alcove and she looks over at Leo and they smile and she walks outside to Dan. And that is the end. <sighs>
0: Lord of mercy. So, love interest chemistry. Love interest chemistry. Phoebe and Ethan, zero out of 10.
1: Nothing. nothing. He looked so weird. Phoebe just needs to get her rocks off because I didn't see it.
0: Dan and Piper, zero out of 10.
1: I feel like 10 on Dan's side and like a 5 on Piper. Not
0: even. Not even. And
1: honestly, that
0: card? 0 out of 10 for Piper and Leo. You know why? Because of course he knows your fucking secret. He's been hanging out with your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like that's the only thing that he can use that Dan can't use, and I'm sick of it. Can you come with something else besides? Exactly, like you are not like.
0: This is but this is the problem with watching the show critically, because once you look at it critically, it makes no fucking sense when it comes to the relationship aspect, because Leo has been a white lighter for. 60 years he's been hanging out with your family for the past 30 years of course he knows everything about you he's known you since you were in your mother's fucking womb that's (laughs) not that's not romantic love that's like you being a stalker and being obsessed with somebody like you imprinted on piper like this is some fucking like this is twilight
1: moving on that was some insensual shit. <laughs>
0: but but I will say Daryl and his wife, eight out of ten, because he looked good as fuck.
1: But he's late. <laughs> but he's late, but he's late. Anything that you would change? Mm. Uh I would
0: break up like the sorry. Is it how we would handle the conflict in the episode or tweaks we would make? Which one are you asking?
1: Whichever one you want to go with, I will follow your flow, sister.
0: The only thing I would probably change is Tessa... I know she's over here being the model minority, but let's take that a a step further. Tessa would be like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. And then, like, let them do their shit on their own and then be the one that, like, she was the one who put everything together, like, pointed out who they were to Phoebe. She could literally... Done that whole role without being directly involved because she didn't want yep. anything to do with it anyway
1: from the from the beginning, she was like, mm, this don't sound right, and this sounds right. I am uncomfortable, yeah, mm. and I just feel like that
0: should have this been the the whole thought process throughout the whole episode like she, she wasn't getting hooked she like she wanted the smartest in the room, they wanted to have intellectual conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Not, like, have your clit be burned off from a rabbit.
1: Ew. Okay, moving on. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Tweaks we would have made in the episode. I would have had Dan break up with Piper in this episode, if I'm being completely honest. You're right. I wish he would have said, you take me for granted versus I'm a jealous person, because Piper does take it for granted. She feels... 100%. She... Doesn't give anything. She doesn't. She's not opening up herself to Dan. She kept. She keeps saying that relationships take time. Relationships do this. Da da da, da. But you're not giving any of that to Dan. Like the moment, like you daydreaming about making out with Leo in the middle of the club. You talking about how he. I have a past and da 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 da. da. Like let's be honest. You are the charm ones. You were always going to get another white lighter. Like, the elders were not going to leave you white
1: lighter lists. Hopefully. Because <laughs> the elders like, are a bunch of bitchy ass old men. But, like,
0: let's be honest. Like, there's no, like, oh, Leo can heal me. Okay, here's another white lighter to come to the healing. Leo understands that I'm a witch. Sexual
1: healing. He, he's That's been hanging healing she was talking me out.
0: He's, He's been hanging out and having threesomes with your grandmother. Of course he knows you're a witch. Like, there's there's nothing in the Piper-Leo romance that makes any tangible sense when it comes... There's nothing that Leo does. It's only his occupation that she's attracted to. And he don't even have that. Yeah.
1: I don't even be knowing how to follow up. Like, I feel like you like ether everybody and I'm supposed to follow up and I don't know how I'm supposed to follow up. I I mean, I agree. I agree. Especially after you're reading that note when he was just like, I know exactly who you are, not who I think you are. And I just feel like Dan's not Andy. And I really feel if she told Dan, Dan, Dan would have taken like three beats and have been like, okay. So.
0: Dan would have been like, do, 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 do. all these dots are connecting all of yep. these things all of these things and
1: that I was feel like, like I, if she gave Dan a chance I think fe- fuck they could have even done the truth spell again just see what how Dan would have reacted just see how Dan would have reacted
0: like she never gave Dan a real chance which No. Is, it's like there are parts of yourself that you have to expose to your partner over time. You're not going to give them all of you right then and then, but you didn't even have like a timeline for what you were going to.
1: Because at Dan. the end, it was always Leo. Yeah, and, and as so- somebody who has broken up with her significant other and have dated other people, it was always Leo. And that's regardless fair. of it's- what. It's just it sucks because Dan's so much better. <laughs>
0: Dan is better financially. Like for somebody who is so dead set about having a traditional life, do you really mm-hmm. think having a traditional life with Leo is gonna be it? You're going to be struggling. That is a one-income household. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a one-income household, baby. You you love stability and you love all of this, but you go in with the broke boy sleeping on boxes.
1: Who's that? EBT, what?
0: Bruh. He can't even qualify for that because it's like it's gonna be elder fraud.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway. Moving into how we would rate it. This is giving me five out of ten pitbulls because there was a cute pit bull at the bar just sitting at a t ta- at a uh, chair. Just like, hey guys, I'm here. It was like a cute little like brownish staffy with cropped ears it was so cute but yeah five out of ten this episode was not good but it wasn't bad and they keep trying to shove like this leo and piper shit is me- meant to be but like of course it would be meant to be if i imprinted on you as an infant
1: oh my god i'm gonna go with a five it wasn't really that strong of an episode Poor Tessa, poor, poor Tessa, she had definitely yeah. been a have you seen this girl <laughs> plastered everywhere, Andrea and Brooke would not have given a well, shit
0: would they because you know minorities don't really get that attention when it comes to
1: missing women and on that note be <laughs> 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 um, with shit.
0: Yo. Let's it be? I'm sorry. I'm always going to be the number but in the fun way. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.